You are listening to the Mythical Jesus Podcast, where we explore the life of the Christ of faith. Diving into the New Testament, we explore what it means to be a developing human being, a disciple of Jesus, one who is more and more awakened. Please visit our website at christoffaith.org, where lots of tools and resources are available to help you become an awakened disciple. And now, on to what you've been waiting to hear. Welcome to another episode of the Mythical Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real. Grateful for this chance to be with you today. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 6, 45 through 52. Jesus had just fed the 5,000 and their families. And he sends his disciples across the lake, which is proposed to be the Sea of Galilee, in their boat while he hangs back and sends the people home. If we go to this part of the scriptures, this book of Mark, chapter 6, again, starting in verse 45, after he feeds the 5,000, immediately after this, we're told, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethsaida. It says, immediately after. Now, if you listen to the last episode, you recognize that Jesus and his apostles or disciples were struggling to find some solitude and to get some food on their own. And yet, after taking care of the people, Jesus immediately, the book of Mark tells us, Jesus immediately insisted his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethsaida while he sent the people home. So his apostles slash disciples get in the boat and they take off. Jesus by himself now, After telling everyone goodbye, verse 46, after telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. One of the things we need to do as Western Christians, we need to rethink the idea perhaps of prayer. And some of us have already done this, but I think Christianity collectively has to rethink this word prayer or to pray. We often think of it as folding our arms or putting our hands together. And then talking to God, dear God, help me with this. Please bless that. Please do this. Please do that. Please help me be this. Please help them be that. And then in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. And we have these prayers and they have their formalities to them. We need to start them this way. We need to do these things in the middle and we need to close this way. But what I see when I look at the New Testament and I look at Jesus, there are times where he is talking to God. But it also feels as if often the word pray is used in a sense as the word meditate. And so when I see the words pray, I am often led to seeing Jesus as one who is often meditating, sitting in silence, essentially working through whatever thoughts naturally come into his mind, working to be present and to let go of the past and of the future that ego needs so bad to be hyper-focused on. And so Jesus, in this part of the story, goes up into the hills to pray. Late that night, the disciples were in their boat. Late that night. Imagine how dark this is. The disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. So Jesus is up on the hills meditating, and his disciples are in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, 
And it says that he, meaning Jesus, he saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and the waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them. So Jesus is up in the hills. He's meditating. It's the pitch dark of night. He sees that his apostles, disciples, are in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, stuck because of the wind and the waves. It says about three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on water. And then this weird line, he intended to go past them. But when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. Then he climbed into the boat and the wind stopped and they were totally amazed. For they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. Let me back up. If, if you have not listened to the previous episode, can I suggest you do that? In that episode, I said, what I take away from the loaves and the fishes is that we often run into being up against a wall, feeling like, that's it, I've exhausted all of my resources and I'm stuck. I'm burned out. I don't know what else to do. I've gone as far as I can go. And life has a way of then giving us more strength or providing us the tools and resources in order to get up and move on. Now, this story seems to be saying the same thing. The disciples of Jesus, all of us, sometimes we get stuck in the middle of the lake and the wind and the waves prevent us from making any further progress. Jesus, being up in the high place, aware of what we're going through and what our needs are, Jesus then comes to us and solves the issue. Now, I don't, again, I'm not a literal believer in the stories that were being told in these gospels, nor the rest of scripture for that matter. But I think the truths that are spoken here are deep and profound, and they are true. And what I see here is that they are stuck. Once again, just after a story where the disciples don't have a solution and Jesus provides a way that they did not see at the time, they now run into another situation where they are stuck and where they see no solution. And Jesus again gives them a solution they did not see. We are disciples of Jesus. We often get stuck in situations where we at least feel stuck and where all of the possibilities, there seems to be no possibility. There seems to be no option. There seems to be just a lose-lose situation. There seems to be no way out of this thing. And then the way opens up. The way opens up. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The way opens up. Christ is a symbolic representation of how things get better when they look like they can't get better and we don't foresee the way in which they improve. We don't foresee the window that's going to open or the door that's going to be unlocked. 
Jesus is the way. And it is a reminder in the end of this story that once again, the disciples didn't understand the meaning of the loaves and fishes, the significance of that miracle, because the significance of that miracle is playing on them and us again, right here, right now, in this story. How many times have you taken for granted after the fact, but were amazed in the moment when you thought things were hopeless and a window was opened or a door was unlocked? For you still don't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. For your hearts are too hard to take it in. But the stories of Jesus are a lesson to us to keep pushing, to keep leaning in, to recognize that life has a way of opening up paths we never saw. Jesus is symbolic of things. And one of those things that Jesus is symbolic of is that if we lean into what life is, if we lean into humanity, again, we recognize that even when things look bleak, life has a way of encouraging us to move forward and to keep living. Until next time, this is the Mythical Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real. Please consider donating today. Go to christoffaith.org. Hit the donate button. Help this podcast continue. Until next time, see you soon. Come thou fount of every blessing. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet Sung by flaming tongues above Praise the mount, I'm fixed upon it Mount of thy redeeming